This is Hustle and Heels, the podcast of our little Venice. We are your hosts, Adriana Romero and Ilia Francis. And each episode provides simple but real life experience and tips from two imperfect moms trying to balance it all that will take you to the next level in life and business. You can find the podcast in iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Spotify, and also available on our website, www.ourlittlevenice.com. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to episode number 63 of Hustle and Heels from Our Little Venice. And today, we are celebrating Mother's Day. A little bit, you know, a couple of days after. Happy Mother's Day, Ilya. Thank you. Happy Mother's Day, Adriana. How are you? I am good. How did you celebrate your Mother's Day? Well, it was pretty laid back. My husband was very, very sweet. Let me sleep in. Let me um, just enjoy myself. And he made breakfast. He bought flowers, like two types of flowers, hmm. two cards, because it was also my birthday on Saturday. So it was basically like a double round. <laughs> a double round. So he realized he needed two, right? Oh, yes. Good. Oh, yes. yeah. Good. So daddy, daddy made it good. So no, it was, it was a good Sunday. I think it was bad that the the weather was not as good but it's okay exactly what it was a lazy sunday right it was a lazy sunday i do have to say that after you know talking with a lot of moms and seeing a lot of comments we all do align in the fact that we have to start just us making our plans because we can't leave that to daddies oh absolutely they you know sasha fitness said it uh, all my friends also yeah. were some of them disappointed. <laughs> uh, I believe that we have high expectations for Mother's Day. I am pretty laid back. So when I came downstairs, I saw the flowers and I said, wow, that's such a nice gesture. Yeah, a good thing you have low expectations. <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't take a lot for daddy to oh, yeah. kind of like make a big surprise. Yes. I, I, said, I think that, you know, besides the gift, the best part was what the kid made us in school oh. and in you know, after school and in camps and in their classes, that was for me, you know, it's those little trinkets that you see because that's what they really feel, right? Exactly. It was, it was really cute, you know, the questions and, and you know, the little uh, interview about mommy that my son brought home. I was like, uh, he, he said that uh, his favorite uh, dish that mommy prepared was spaghetti, what she was good at uh, making Star Wars mask, and what wasn't she good at? It was um, skating, which is true. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it's true. So honestly, like brutal honesty. Like, but at least he didn't brutal. say that you were a hundred. <laughs> exactly. That's very important. He did say mommy is forty. Forty. There you go. So that's a kid that knows his mom. So yeah, that was the thing. You know, Jada made me a little box with a flower. and She was very proud because she made the flower. She made a card and she made her hand. So it was very pretty. She, and she, the funny thing is, my husband wanted to start giving me gifts on Friday. So little things from Friday to Sunday. She said, until I have them all, because she had ones that she made in Spanish classes, one in the church. And she's like, until I have them all, I'm not going to give them to you. Oh, That was super <laughs> funny. I'm like, okay. So I didn't get anything until Sunday, like around 2 o'clock. <laughs> and even he had to hide the flowers. <laughs> so that was so funny. So, you know, it's in, in reflecting about Mother's Day and reflecting about this item of being a mom. We want to talk about how motherhood changed our own vision of life, of work 
of what we want to achieve. And, you know, Elia, scientifically, it is proven that motherhood actually changes your brain. It, it kind of rewires priorities. It changes how you think. It changes how you react. No wonder many women, after they have a baby, they kind of change how they envision their careers. Exactly. And what, you know, what are the things that they see as priority, right? Yes. How did having, because you have two, so... I'm pretty sure that Luca changed something and then Alessia came to maybe highlight something. Tell us your experience. I don't know. Well, with Luca, for the, you know, after having him and he started, you know, he became a toddler, something switched in my mind. I realized that I needed to do something else because before, as a single person, as a single woman, then married, I considered myself that I had a you know, a good career that I didn't um, want to achieve anything else for, not anything else. That, it's not that I didn't have aspirations, but nothing was completely defined until then. Yeah. And then he, he came to our lives and things happened. Things yeah. just happened. I, I just felt like, uh, okay, there is something else that I can do. I need to show him how we need to uh, give a little bit more, do something else for society, and it's not being you know wishy washy or out like too altruistic. It is that I realize how important our individual efforts are with modeling and shaping yeah. our kids' futures, our kids' yeah. personalities, and obviously what they are going to be in the future as adults yeah and also a sense right make more sense about what we're doing every day yes. I, ha I have to say i had the same thing as you i had her we spent that year in mat leave which i i always say to everybody if if any of you that are listening are right now pregnant and are considering taking or not that year take it don't think about it. if you can take the 18 months take it nobody will bring that time back of you with your baby. And in that first year, there's so many milestones because you go from having a little baby that can only eat breast milk or formula to a toddler that's almost walking and eating a little bit of everything. So the amount of things, teething, um, you know, walking or crawling, sitting down, uh, making faces, eating solids, there's so many things in that year. Yes, here in Canada... Here in Canada, it's uh, yeah. you can take up to 18 months. Unfortunately, in the U.S., it's six, six weeks. weeks, which is unfortunate. That's very unfortunate. Because I know that a baby needs, you know, their their mother uh, and those crucial moments or those crucial months. But anyway, everybody gets, you know, adapted. And we feel for you guys. But yes, uh, babies, uh, children, uh, to a woman, make make either you know rewire the brain but also makes you if you weren't it makes you more patient it, it makes you worry about different things and makes you think about what is the meaning of what i'm doing yeah it makes you more resilient because you learn how to cope with yeah. you know three hours of sleep oh yeah you don't have function breastfeed yeah barely have time for yourself but it's a sense of selfness yeah. because you know that you are now in charge of those little human beings 
and that is your own oh, that's your own, own world. Yeah, that's your world. Yeah, that's that your world. world. Make them, you know, making sure that they are happy, that they are healthy, and that nothing else matters. Like if you, if yes, obviously you need to eat. And for that, I remember some of our conversation with Lorraine Lavish, yeah. and she said. Take time for yourself, regardless, yeah. because those little you, those you little <laughs> those little monkeys are very resilient. It's not that we are gonna starve them. No, no, no. Like what I mean is, yes, take care of the babies, but remember always, at least once a month, whenever yeah, you yeah, take have care a of chance, yourself. Yeah, take care of yourself. And also, you know, it's the it's the same thing. We have spoken about this several times. It's the oxygen mask, right? Yes. Put it on you first because you're the one who takes care of the baby. You're the one who takes care of the children. Sometimes you're the only one in the house that takes care of them. So this rewiring and this looking for meaning. In my example, I, as Ilya, you know, we had a career. We were very, you know, pushing forward and we wanted a lot of things. And when I came back from mat leave, first I was like, I don't even know if I want to come back. You know, I had that feeling of I don't want to. Then I went back and I said, well, maybe with the adult world again, you know, taking a shower, putting my hair dried, I will feel normal. And that felt good. Like being around adults again felt good. Going for lunch with my work friends and having adult conversations. But I didn't have the same meaning to my work the as same I had. Drive. Yeah, the there same was not drive. the same drive. I was right. like, and I worked in sales. So when my, my boss got me, I got back, he was like, Okay, so we're ready. You know, I'm so happy you're back. And I remember looking at him like, why is he so excited? You know? <laughs> I'm like, what? What? I mean, I'm just here counting the hours to go get my baby, you There's, know, from yeah. daycare. There's something else about going back to work after mad leave. And uh, it, it, it truly it truly changes. It does. Your purpose. It does. It so changes. It, us, that's a good word. Your purpose. I love purpose, it. Yeah. The purpose changed after having babies that it makes you aware of your mortality yeah it makes you aware of how what you have done until now and how much you have you know to yeah. do yeah it's so funny because when when after i had jad i started to panic about do i have a will do i have insurance do i know what's you know who's going to take care of her Many things that I had not thought about before in my life because, you know, now there was another person that depended on me. And it, it was the same thing with my job. This is, you know, as, as I was listening on the weekend, a job is something that you do because you receive a compensation. A career is something that you do because you do it with passion. You have a motivation to do it. And it's definitely, we are motivated to do this we're motivated to be here, to do our podcast, to write our articles, to do our workshops, and to evolve as we're evolving every day with our business. So exactly, it, it has definitely changed our view of, of our professions and our life. Exactly. Well, we studied. We are both engineers, and I thought about being an engineer and work on, as a health and safety and quality specialist probably my whole life. I knew there was something missing. And this is, yeah. you know, I've obviously, it, it, it was not just yeah. the career, not just our little Venice, not just a podcast, not just the message yeah. that we bring. It's what we do. Also, At the end of the day, what we accomplish exactly. with this. Yeah. So, yes, motherhood, for those that are not, mm -hmm. I know that there are a lot of talented people who decide not to have kids. Yeah. And that's, that's amazing. That's fine because... 
they follow their passion, they follow their instincts. For us that are mothers, I know that brains, we become like a special gang. It is. It's a special gang. There's something about motherhood that you see it in the workplace. I see it in people that didn't have kids and then have kids, how they change when they're in the office. Um, I see it when we're in school with the other moms. There's something that unites us no matter how different we are. And, and, and before... When single, you see the pairing in the grocery store, at the grocery yeah. store with a toddler that is having a tantrum. And you're like, and oh you my don't God. understand. You don't. But once you have a kid. You're like, how can I help you? You know how Yeah, you're you like, are. do you want this? It's funny. My husband always talks about what happens when he travels. And if he sees people with a baby who is uncomfortable and he goes and he says, do you want me to hold the baby? Has the baby eaten? Has you, have you changed the baby? And it's funny because every time he encounters newer parents, um, he was coming back from England the other day and he said that there was this family coming back from India. So you can imagine how long that flight was Oh my goodness. from India to the UK. And then they waited a couple of hours and got on a flight from the UK to Canada. Can imagine. They had not changed that baby since India. <gasps> So Oswaldo asked them, have you changed the baby? Because he felt the diaper a little bit cold. And they said, they looked at each other and said, no. He's like, this baby needs to be changed. Oh my goodness. This baby is very uncomfortable. So they changed the baby. And then he was like, he's just tired. He wants to sleep. How does he sleep? Then, you know, the baby slept the entire flight after being changed and fed and whatever. And the parents almost like look at Oswaldo like a savior. <laughs> and he's like, it's not being a savior. It's like, I've done this already several times. Exactly. So you kind of know. So as you say, we understand when a baby is crying, we say that baby's hungry or that baby's tired. Or do you need a moment? Or do you want me to get you something? Or at, le at least we look at the moms and we say, I get you. Just like that has been my kid too. Exactly. Just like I've, you know, experienced at, uh, at a McDonald's during a PA day. I was doing, you know, some grocery shopping. Luca was hungry. I, I had Alessia. Alessia wanted to be fed. So I just sat. Like now, at, at she wants to be fed. Yes. Just sat at, at McDonald's and I, and I gave him a, a, a snack. And all of a sudden, he spilled his milk all over himself. As I had Alessia, I did not have a wrap to cover oh Alessia, my so my boob was exposed. And I did not know what to do. And then I asked him, can you go get a napkin? But obviously, a, a young kid who, yeah. has, who has always been served, they, he doesn't know where the napkins are. Or they were out of they're his sight. They're too far. Yeah, they're too far. Out He's of, like, I don't know where they are. Yeah. Yeah, out of his sight. And then he he's like, where, mommy? Where are they? And that woman, that she was with with her own children. And she came by and said, like, how can I help you? What do, what do you need? And I just need napkins. And she immediately grabbed napkins, cleaned him, clean, cleaned the table, cleaned the chair and the floor. So she was a, a godsend. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it wires us. We, we would never do that if we see somebody doing that, if you don't have never understood what it is to go through that. So in terms of your career and your, and your professional self, if you find yourself as a new mom or if you've had kids for a while, but you still don't find the meaning, you're at work and you don't find it, you, you are trying to study and you don't find it, it's okay. You're a different person now. You have other priorities. Think about what is important for you. Is it important for you to stay at home? Is it important for you to have a job where you can pick up your kids? Whatever it is, 
do what's going to make you happy as a mother and don't care if people, you know, say, oh, but you're going to drop work because you're going to be a full-time mom. Yeah. Or I'm going to work part-time because I want to pick up my kid at three. Or I'm going to do a job that doesn't require a lot of stress because I need my time to create my own business. Or I've always loved to knit and now I'm going to knit blankets for new mothers and I'm going to sell them on Etsy. Whatever it is that your brain is telling you, take the time to listen to yourself. You know, kind of listen to that internal voice. Acknowledge the fact that you have changed. Acknowledge the fact that now your priorities and your passion are different. And just go with it. And don't worry about the rest. These years, yeah, your kids will grow up and they will have their lives. You need to, when they grow up, to feel fulfilled that you did what made you feel happy. So whatever that is, that's what, what you need to do. So that's what we wanted to talk with you exactly. today. If you have uh, something that is always in your mind that you know that you want to do, take the time and take one step at a time. One step at a time. Uh, you don't need to start a full business with a full website right away because obviously there are other responsibilities like keeping up your children in a household. But if there is, if you don't know how to start, just take one step. Yeah, Do some research one, one day. Yeah. Then make some notes the next one. Call people the, the next one. But never <clears throat> stay stuck. If you feel stuck, talk to somebody. Yeah, talk with us. You know, we're not, we, we just send exactly. us a message and say, you know what, I'm stuck, I don't know what to do, I feel that my motivation has changed, my passion has changed, you know, let's have a chat, let's chat by, I don't know, Instagram, email, what's up, we're, we're here for that, and you know, we're now, Elie, I wanted to talk to everybody who's listening to us about our new meetups. Exactly. You know, we're going to... You gonna don't need to invest if you don't have the money. Don't worry, we're going to do it free for you. Exactly. So we're going to start hosting some meetups. <laughs> And we're going to host them in the in the Mississauga area because we realize Mississauga might be the most central location if you are in the east, in the north, in the west. Of Toronto. Of Toronto. We know, you know we're square one area. It's going to be easy access from the highways. Alessia is not very happy about this because she's not invited to the meetups. No, Alessia, you are invited to the meetups. Um, so we're going to be hosting ones. We're going to have uh, one in June, one in July, one in August. Dates will be confirmed and location. But if you really want to talk about that motivation, you want to talk about, you know, those barriers and your fears, stay tuned for our, our first meetup in June and stay tuned to what we're going to talk about. Um... So we will we will love to to talk. And that's going to be our first topic. It's going to be motivational. We're going to talk about fears and barriers and taking that first step. Our second meetup is going to be about, you know, if you are thinking about going into entrepreneurship or, you know, setting up a store in Etsy. It doesn't have to be that complicated. Um, Ilya and I always talk about if we oversimplify things, but... If, if you have exactly or if you have already a business but yeah. you don't know how to you know start gaining momentum that will be a great time to meet other like-minded people and share and bounce the ideas and see uh, what they are doing that you are not and what has worked and what hasn't worked for them and learn learn mm -hmm. and start putting in practice And that it will be free. The only thing that you're going to spend is in a coffee because we're all going to be in a coffee shop. Yeah, it's going to be or, a coffee shop, you or know, a brunch. or a breakfast or anything. So it's going to be very cheap. You're going to have the opportunity to meet other people that are in the same situation as you and that are looking for answers like you. Um, and that you, you know, you can talk with us. 
You can get our expertise. You can get our, um, you know, pick our brains, pick the brains of everybody who's going to be there and join us. So we're going to be posting more information about the meetups. So stay tuned via our Instagram and our Facebook, and we will have the information there. And if you want to know more, you know, Ilya, they can contact us where? Like at our little Venice and, you know, our main social media channels. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, send us a message. We are just a message away. Or send us an email, contact at ourlittlevenice.com. Or if you don't want to send us an email, just go to our website, contact us, send us a message, and we are just, you know, on the way to reply to you. No worries about that. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And we really hope that you got some value, some inspiration, motivation, or that something switched right inside of you that it's motivating you to take the the first step of your journey. Thank you so much. Have an amazing week. If you enjoyed today's episode and found value in the content and you enjoyed the format, please help us in reaching out to other women, entrepreneurs, and professionals so they can also receive this message and get value from what we want to tell them. Please give us your review on iTunes and give us your rating so more people can know about the Hustle and Heels podcast. Join our village for exclusive updates, tips, and news news that we will get out for you every week. And remember, this is Hustle and Heels, the podcast of our little Venice, and we are Adriana Romero and Ilia Francis, and we will see you next Tuesday.